Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Eric. And you are due for a sharpening. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I thought your name for a second was actual recording is higher quality because I didn't realize that whatever you, you wrote was at the bottom instead of the top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now we have a title. For so your name one. is 75, nope, eight, 99% Millimeter. uploading. And your name Dan. is 30. 31, 32. Oh, that's time. Yep. <laughs> that's not. Jersey numbers. This is great content. Sure. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's what we prove. It's proven. <laughs> this is what we prove. <laughs> it's been proven. <laughs> it's been proven. <laughs> Science. We prove. So. Oh, yeah. We. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you guys? <laughs> how much talk. is the the image of your team, whatever team it is that you like? Which is funny. It's as if I don't know who you are, what team you root for. I wonder which one. Carolina. Mudbees. The Mudbees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how much do you care? How important is it? that your franchise remain in like good ethical standing in the world of sports and, you know, whatever realm bridges to the world of sports that they are in. That's very important. I'm not going to root for some shitbag team like the Chicago Blackhawks. Right. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Lock it up. <laughs> so when you, oh, fuck y'all. <laughs> So, oh shit. <laughs> this is a disaster. I shouldn't eat that. Don't eat epic. Right now. No, don't. Shouldn't eat. I said it. So, for So after that last uh discussion yes. about <laughs> our standing, <laughs> I I think <laughs> our confidence went way down. <laughs> really hard to get into this one <laughs> sure is funny though fuck it is funny is that a dud or just a no that was the transition we're, we're turning right. on to the new thing oh right. turn me on get there on with it the uh the standing the <laughs> ethical standing and <laughs> We're gonna talk about ethics. <laughs> you gonna pull out your gun? I'm about Think to. about ethics. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, you know, you know, ethics. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I award you no points. 
Don't draft <laughs> dumber for having shit bags. <laughs> we are. Yeah. <laughs> May God have mercy on our souls. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh it's important. It is important. <laughs> They're all on drugs. <laughs> so <laughs> half hour of just laughing. Yeah, this is garbage. <laughs> oh God. I feel it. <laughs> oh, you gotta poop. <laughs> that at least would be an excuse. Who's got Examples. You have any like football examples? I mean, I can't do this, man. I really can't. We broke Dan. Oh fuck! Football. Football of ethics. Yeah, football of ethics. Yeah. So examples of bad football ethics. OJ Simpson. There you go. Alternate reality. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. A team, uh, the um, Buffalo Bills draft him after the trial. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, he was fucking acquitted, right? Yeah. Therefore, no baggage whatsoever. (laughs) Yep. Good to go. Plus, you wouldn't do that. He was like 60. Bad knees. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, a handful of years ago, two, three, most, so a small handful, um, there was a kid who uh, was drafted by the Coyotes, and it turned out it was public knowledge that he um, was a bully in school, in high school. Uh, this particular case was bully to kid with disabilities. And the bullying was pretty heinous. And uh, when the Coyotes drafted him, the victim's family put out a statement saying, you know, we and our son were truly hurt by the news of this. Because it really would. It would feel that way. The fact that he got drafted. Yeah. I mean, dude, you get to do that to somebody. And then this guy's dreams are coming true. And it's just, you know, an indicator of everything to come. Probably just continue to be a shithead and push right through any kind of binds socially that should be there for somebody who is probably looking at because he has a lot of talent, uh, the ability to get into an NHL organization through the draft as a right. There's another example of this that just recently happened. It was the, uh, what was it? The Gretzky Cup? Yeah, Holinka Gretzky Cup. In Slovakia? Yeah. And same thing, a kid who is probably going to be at most being highest top 20 draft pick What next year. He's 17. Yeah. So this kid, Trevor Conley, he stood out the most at this tournament that they do every year. But that 
because of that, that begged the microscopic look at him because unlike almost every player that's going to go in the draft this coming year, he has this crazy record when it comes to, and I'll admit maybe some of it was really circumstantial and it's not going to help when it's stacked up with the couple of instances he's had where his behavior was really suspect and his attitude and all that. So he's been on like seven teams in like three years and not not just teams. It's not just like getting traded. It's like doing research, being recruited, going into different leagues, amateur leagues across the country, the U S by the way. And um, he'll spend, he had spent like a week or two at a handful of different places and just left, you know, and one, he went to like a boarding school and he was suspended within a week. I mean, how the hell you get suspended in a week I couldn't find any information on what he had allegedly done to get that because they usually don't uh, discuss those things since they're kids. But he, um, also most recently was found to uh what he had a snapchat that he put out publicly where he had created what the fuck was he doing with building blocks anyway well they said they're in the children's section of a library oh so they're messing around learning okay i got you right yeah you know putting the blocks in the thing with the different shaped holes Mm -hmm. right it's hockey players for you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So he and some friend made a swastika and they put it on Snapchat. And they had the, I'm not going to judge their, what they named it, but I think it just said the word creations. Yeah. So you're dealing with a real, <laughs> real thinker. High end. Yeah. So. Basically, he's been called by a random or not random, but hidden source of an NHL scout. Top 10 talent, bottom 10 attitude. Uh, This kid, he's had a serious history of bullying other teammates, instances of on ice violence with other teammates and practices, things like that. And um, much like the. Mitchell Millers, who was the Coyotes prospect, who they drafted anyway. And then the stuff came out about him, even though a lot of people would argue that it was already known about him. Um, Fans had backlash and they renounced his rights. And then the Bruins, for some reason, like a year later, signed him. And And the same thing happened. Even Bruins fans were. Yeah. Yeah. That's saying a lot. Yeah, it is considering what we've seen come out of Boston when it comes to, you know, PK Subban and yeah. I guess they figure that nah, never mind. So the F- Boston fans didn't much like that one either. And Boston s- declared they they were giving up his rights. So it's like how many teams are going to do this knowing the backlash is coming and then Give up the kids' rights. Now, the Bruins, I suppose, you know, if the way they're looking at it, they just signed them and it didn't cost anything to sign them except what you sign them for, right? 
but the teams that are drafting them, and I'm not trying to say this from like a business sense, like what are you thinking? But yeah, in a lot of ways, like what are you thinking? Just like anything, if you're going to spend time and money and resources on a really bad idea because it's a moral quandary, or at least it should be, it's a fan backlash and it's a black guy kind of put on you by the hockey community. Why would you do it? You know, especially when you think about it, like it almost seems as though Boston picking up Mitchell Miller was like in hopes that the same thing wouldn't happen. Like maybe we can just, you know, slide this under the radar and no one will remember that he's a piece of shit and we can get (laughs) away with having him on our team. But as soon as we get backlash for it, we got to go back on our decision. Yeah. Because it's clear, you know, in that article that you sent me, it's not necessarily about ethics and morality up front when GMs are admittedly saying we have to go to our PR people and ask them their opinion of what do you think is going to happen if we pick this guy up? So it's like in the public eye, is this okay? Not I personally as a GM think this kid sucks as a person. So I don't want him on my team. It's like, no, I like him because he's a good hockey player. I don't care what type of person he is, but if it's going to cause problems socially, then that's just, you know, only that's too after much the fact, on. too. Right, right? exactly. Yeah, I don't care what kind of person. First of all, you should never make that judgment call. When you no. are lucky enough to be of a high-end brass in one of the 32 teams in a sports league, in a professional elite sports league, the best league of that sport on the planet, right? It behooves you big time to give a shit what kind of person your draft picks are. Right. You know, and it sucks because like somebody said, someone is going to pick these kids And I guess it's this is explaining why they would do it in the first place and then get to the point where they can't they don't have another choice but to to take it away, to renounce it. Yeah. And regret it because now you just fucked and gave up a high draft pick. Yeah, for nothing. For for nothing, you know, because now you're doing the right thing. I mean, I know we live in the world of just do it even if it's wrong because it's beneficial until enough crackdown finally happens. And then you go on your apology tour. Yeah. You know, that's America in a nutshell and a lot of other places too, for sure. But you should make that decision to say, I care what type of person he is. I I care what type of uh, values he has, what type of character. And, you know, put that to use. But somebody at some point in the draft, there's going to be to one team or another. A big enough gap between the kid in question and the next kid available. And that's when someone's going to pull that trigger and be like, I can't. It's just too good, you know, because. Yeah. And they, and they, they look at it like the kid fell for reasons that later will be looked at as like. 
I don't know why other people let him go. Why did he fall so hard? But man, was it a really lucky thing for the blah, blah, blahs to pick him up. What a great move. It's like, no, you know exactly why he fell so far. Yeah. And you still capitalized it. He's supposed to be this fucking pariah. And I'm all for like understanding you shouldn't judge kids for certain things because they're young and they need it. But it's like, nah, not in this case, because there's so few in every draft year that are going to be looked at and actually picked. Yeah. Compared to what's out there, you can stretch a little bit and find what's out there. Oh, for sure. And when you're talking, you know, someone in that article said, especially in a case like this, we're looking at it as obviously there are those cases of immaturity throughout these kids' lives because they are still teenagers when they get drafted. So it's like there are cases where someone did something stupid. And like you said, it was possibly circumstantial and it was just, you know, them being a dumb, immature kid. Or is this leading to a larger problem? And in a case like this, when he's on seven different teams in two years or whatever, and he's he's a recidivist then yeah, that that already is a larger problem. He doesn't even need to be an adult. That's right, not just immaturity. That's just being an asshole. And who, you know, it's, it's really interesting because like who really changes other than the proper amount of time and pressure and learning as an adult from the time you're a kid? who really changes so much where they're unrecognizable as an adult, as they were as a kid, like your values and things are always still going to be there unless you just truly don't have them. Then when you're an adult, you're probably truly not going to have them either. You know, you don't just pick those up from somewhere all of a sudden when you're fucking 19 years old, (laughs) you know, that stuff is not instilled in you at some point and it's not going to, just magically show up either after your ass gets drafted after you sign an entry level contract and after you start potentially at a young age, you know, buying your Gucci handbag, taking your day trip shit on the really nice private airplane and going to the steakhouse before the game. Nothing about that is prompting you to not your beat up disabled you know, minority children in high school, because there's a lot of kids in your high school that didn't do that. Right. But you happen to do it. Right. So you have the like, and the idea that the person who went, if you pick a kid 30th overall, he was that much better than the kid who went 31st overall. Maybe if he was supposed to go in the top 10, but it dropped down to that point because no one wanted to pick him because like uh, Logan Malou, who was picked up by the Canadians a couple of years ago, was in Sweden and took a picture unbeknownst to his sexual partner at the time of them having consensual sex and disseminated it on the Internet. You know, so that got out about that kid. He actually got convicted of a criminal act 
And the Canadians up and said, Mark Bergevin, he was like, we're proud to select hmm. blah, 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 Logan Malou. And Malou even came out and part of his apology tour, like I said, before the draft and asked all teams not to draft him because he didn't feel he was functioning at a mature enough capacity to take on such a responsibility and an honor, you know, which say what you want. Some might look at that if it was genuine as a good step in the right direction. Right. Yeah. But it's not going to teach him a whole lot of good shit. If you pick him that year. Yeah. Which apparently is against his wishes because that's what he put out there in the public. But no, it's all about snatching up his rights. And then eventually you've got a really high end player. But it, my point with the how are you different as an adult as you were as a kid? Really? You're not like a fucking kid kid when you're 17, 18, 19 compared to the majority of the time you're going to spend in the NHL. No one's hanging out in the NHL on a roster when they're 60 years old. Unless you're like Yarm Yager. Right. <laughs> right. He'll, he'll beat out Gordy at some point. But uh, yeah, that importance in, you know, I'm I'm now this rocking chair type old person who has all this wisdom and I wish I knew what I knew now when I was younger. It doesn't really apply because they don't make it to that old when they're still a player on a team in the NHL. Yeah, if you're lucky, and, and you make really, the 35. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, there's if you're there's a lot of dickheads out there when they're 35, they're still you know, dickheads. Yeah. That's just, it might be, it might be weird to envision a 65, seven year old dickhead, but they're out there too. <laughs> you know, if they're just not as prominent as a 19 year old one. Okay. Right. Well, they but, uh, become, they become president. Right. Yeah. And they don't, they don't Jake, play hockey. Yeah. They, <laughs> in walks Jake, the liberal referee. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to explain what that means. He gets it. But yeah, you're uh you don't have a big window to mature when your whole world is just practice and games when it comes to your job anyway. You know, there's a reason that a lot of these guys aren't that worldly to begin with because since the time they were young and someone noticed they had a real talent and knack for this thing, they've done they spent one a lot thing. Of, most of the time doing one thing, mm -hmm. you know? So if it's not already built in there that you have good character and therefore, if it's not already a point of pride for your organization to only draft and sign and trade for people who, you know, have, Seemingly, at least off, you know, where you got to do you got to hang out with them at least for a long enough time to find out that they suck, not just open your phone. Right. Say, hey, yeah, Siri, they <laughs> and they made it super easy. Take a look at this guy. And she's like, I found 14 things on the Internet. If your Siri sounds like mine. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. No, dude, pass the kid the fuck up. You know, if he's really changed and all that stuff, then maybe down the road he's playing somewhere and you can pick him up as a UFA and enough time will pass and the new outrage in the news or whatever will happen and then no one will give a shit that you picked up some 
dickhead Some has been. Yeah. But uh no, there there should be standards that are better. And that's the shitty thing. Like if he is truly just that way and believes and those are his values, even if you didn't draft him and no one drafted him, he might realize, oh, I need to change my ways physically and verbally to come off as a better person, but he might still not be one. Right. When the chips are down and he thinks no one's looking, you know, who the hell was it recently? Was it Danny Briere's kid who pushed uh, a kid's wheelchair down a flight of oh, stairs? Yeah, that yeah, that was fucked up. No, let's draft him. That's good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because he's sorry. Yeah. Like, dude, people don't just fucking do that. Like, you no. can't pick out a crowd of 200 teens, almost 20s, and be like, raise your hand. Who here hasn't? Come on. <laughs> pushed a kid's wheelchair down a flight of stairs and uh, dragged a piece of candy through the bottom of a urinal and, you know, coaxed a, a disabled child into eating it. Come on. We've Joy. all been there. Yeah. Yeah. We've all dealt a little ivory, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all cut off kids' hands who weren't, you know, picking sugar cane fast enough like no they've told you at an early age don't fucking draft me yeah i don't belong in your organization and i guess it just goes to show that because those same things weren't available when the mark bergevans and the cam neelys were younger they did what you said eric where they learned how to act ethically inclined and, you know, morally uh, righteous and everything. But then when they had one opportunity to not blow, they were like, I like the cut of this racist bully ass fucking hazing douchebag kids jib. I see a lot of of you. Yeah. yeah, You remind me a lot of a right now, my age, me, (laughs) (laughs) even though I'm old enough to be your dad. And then some. You're signed. Yeah. I can't believe nobody else thought of it. You know? So, no, there's not enough room. It is so exclusive a club to be in the NHL. It It's just not. Don't tell me you're doing it for some other reason other than you think this is my opportunity to grab a top 10 prospect when we didn't have a top, top 10 pick. And you're going to give me this bullshit about, oh, we're going to rehab him. We're going to take him to the Holocaust Museum. We're going <laughs> to teach him not to shout racial slurs at babies, at black people when he passes them in taxi cabs in the city. No, we don't call them that. Oh, oh, you got to excuse me. I'm 20. It's like a progressive commercial you for know. racists. Right. Soups. Progressive soups. For teenagers turning into dickheads yeah just don't do it because there's a lot of good people out there who root for your team and you make it so much more awkward hard and shameful when you put them in a position to root for a team that's icing a person like that 
when the next guy in line probably was a lot better choice. Yeah. You know, but it's a game of inches. Like, no, at some point you have to draw the fucking line, dude. And that one's not hard. It's supposed to be four Fs. I didn't know it was going to look like that. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty sure, sure you did. did. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? Why would you? Why would you? Say-